What is going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. I am really excited about this morning's episode because we're going to be talking about a platform that uh, a lot of people ignore and a lot of people don't particularly use for affiliate marketing. Uh, so we've got a guy with an absolutely just incredible name. I mean, I don't know what to say, but it's absolutely an incredible name. With that being said, let me welcome to the show David Dill. What's up, my brother? How's it going? Good to be here. Excellent, man. Hey, it's going great. Uh, always love to speak to a fellow Dave, uh, yeah. David. And um, you know what can I say? It's gonna be a it's gonna be a Dave heavy day. Oh, for sure, for sure. Maybe throw a little bit of uh, dill pickle in there too. You know, you shouldn't have sharp dill pickle. <laughs> yep, sharp dill pickle for sure. I love a dill pickle myself personally. I mean, it is one of my, they're a little high in sodium. I've realized recently for sure, you know, yeah. that'll get you that'll, that'll get the arteries. But, um, yeah. So uh, where are you coming in from? Where, where are you, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from the West coast. So I'm in Oregon, um, okay. I'm in like the hotter part of Oregon. So like, uh, the Valley, like Roseburg, Grants Pass Valley. So. I have no idea where any of that's at, um, but kind of, I mean, kind of in the we, middle. I mean, yeah, we, in the middle. Okay, learning a little bit yeah. of geography this morning. That's a good thing. Um, yeah. So, dude, I am like, I am, I am. Somebody knows who you are. Uh, Braden Hebert says income cure on Twitter. Is yeah. that you? Yeah, that's me. Um, for dude, sure. famous yeah. on Twitter, bro. Coming on, it's like yeah. you know. The, the fame supersedes you. I guess so. I recently passed uh, 15,000 followers. So that was a pretty big milestone for myself. So yeah, that's a yeah. pretty big deal on Twitter, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not easy to grow a following on Twitter, especially if you come from being like a nobody, like if you're a celebrity, then of course, but right. if you're like a, a nobody, yeah, it can be kind of difficult. Well, you're sure. not nobody, bro. Come on. I know. I guess I'm you're David somebody. Dill. Yeah. You're David the Dill. David bro. Dill. Yep. Absolutely. The David Dill from Oregon. Um, yep. So, okay, cool. So, um, so we're going to talk about Twitter, everybody. So, if you thought Twitter was just for, you know, like <laughs> gossip Donald and Trump and gossip in, yeah. in, in, in politics and getting news. Like I actually like to go, I like to get news on Twitter. Um, I, it's actually become one of my passive apps instead of going on, I don't know, Facebook, Facebook to me, even though we use Facebook for our groups and stuff, Facebook has, I feel like Facebook, how would I describe Facebook? Oh man. It's so, it's like, I'd love to, I'd love I was totally unprepared for this, but F Facebook is a bit less stimulating for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah, and I totally, Twitter, totally agree. You know what I mean? To because yeah. it's like, it's a bunch of just people who are, um, you know, talking about things that they're doing, posting family pictures, you know, talking yeah. about, you know, posting about what they did that day you know, a lot of cryptocurrency people that I'm connected with a lot of, you know, business opportunity, cryptocurrency, all this kind of, and nobody's an expert. Like if you go on Facebook to take any sort of, you know, investing advice, 
you deserve to lose all the money you're going to lose, you know? But like I go to Twitter because just recently I've started doing this in the last six months, just for a quick scroll, I like news hits Twitter really fast. So um, probably faster than any other platform, you know, especially when you follow certain people that, that that's kind of their job. Um, but I used to be on Twitter a long time ago when I started affiliate marketing, I grew my account to like 9,000 followers or something. And then, you know, I pretty much, I pretty much didn't do it anymore, but this has been something that's been a primary traffic and income stream platform for you. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. It's been the bulk of my income since, uh, July, 2020. So July, 2020. Wow. So this yeah. is a, a new this isn't, <laughs> excuse me, this is not a, this is not a 10, five, 10 year old, uh, account. No, uh, not at all. Um, wow. J July, 2020, um, been growing it since then. Um, I think my first month I made, you know, uh, definitely not full-time income status, but, um, you know, enough to prove that it was a viable traffic source for me. So, and then I just, so without, without, Without getting into specifics and also with the disclaimer that most people who buy any how-to information make no money at all. Um, oh, for sure. So, so or any join any business or start any business or do anything, we certainly don't want to give off the vibe that, you know, anything is easy because it's not. But are you now earning a full-time income from your online business? Uh, I am currently, yes. That, that you started in July of 2020? Correct, yeah. And, and did you start here at Legendary Market or was this sort of your first exposure into the online affiliate marketing, information marketing world? Um, it wasn't the first, but it was the first program that put everything together. Um, the 15 day challenge, put everything together step by step for me um, mm -hmm. and actually encouraged me to start building a funnel and uh, building an email list um, mm. and just creating a brand. So it really kind of kickstarted me. For sure. So what what how, what what's 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 significant about July twenty twenty? What and then what happened leading up to that? And then what's significant about that that kind of date? And then moving forward, you know what I mean? Like what what why is that a specific important date, a milestone? Tell us. And I'm trying to get a little bit of the backstory, the nutshell mm -hmm. version, with understanding also sort of what changed. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I started my online career trying out uh, eBay drop shipping. So we would use um, Home Depot and drop ship products from Home Depot using like coupons and stuff like that. Well, that kind of fell through. Um, didn't really work out for me. Then I started Amazon FBA. Um, didn't really like all the hassle with uh, packaging up products and all that. So I really was looking for something online only, you know, and then I stumbled across affiliate marketing. Um, and then I joined, um, legendary marketer. And then I stumbled across Twitter, just some people, uh, creating businesses on Twitter. And I decided, you know, I'm going to start actually building up a business from the ground up, you know, building an email list and building a website and a funnel and just the whole nine yards, you know? Um, and really it just July, 2020, was um in in oregon there was a whole bunch of fires so we couldn't really go outside plus you know um the pandemic and, and everything so i was stuck inside so i really had a lot of time to devote to my online business 
Um, and then just Twitter really just, you know, kind of fell in place for me. And it was the traffic platform that kind of launched my business. It helped me build up uh, YouTube subscribers and now I'm heading on to TikTok. So it's been really great. So you've, you've, you ventured over into TikTok and in YouTube and so forth, but Twitter was your, was kind of your first. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a few okay. videos out on YouTube that had, you know, a couple hundred views, but nothing big. Um, yeah. and then, uh, been using my Twitter platform to get views over to my YouTube videos. Um, so that's been really helpful for sure. So talk to us a little bit about Twitter and what you think are the big do's and don'ts of, of Twitter. Now we'll look at your channel and, and I'll bring it up here just so everybody can, you know, doesn't have to try to jump over and, and leave the, the interview here. Um, but this is, this is. Hold on a second. Um, let let me let me give you let me answer this. I've got somebody uh, knocking at the door. I got to answer it real quick. Oh yeah, um, I'll, I'll go full, I'll go full screen on you. And why don't you talk to us a little bit about the do's and don'ts of Twitter and kind of what you've learned about Twitter um, that would be that would be super helpful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. So. Um, for, first off, I'll start with the don'ts. Um, when you're first starting off an account on Twitter, um, the biggest thing that you want to uh, avoid is you know spamming your links underneath other people's tweets. Uh, that's that's going to get you just ostracized from the platform for sure. Um, some of the things that you want to do is really create a bio that tells people exactly what your account is all about. So. What I like to do for my bio is I like to tell them exactly what niche I'm in. So for me, it's affiliate marketing. And then I like to go on and I like to uh, tell them exactly what I'm accomplishing on this platform of Twitter and with affiliate marketing. Uh, and then I like to obviously have a call to action to the product that I'm promoting um, at that time. And another big thing would be to have a good cover image in your bio, uh, something that tells exactly what your niche is. So for me, you know, it's passive income, it's affiliate marketing, uh, it's Twitter growth, all of those things combined in my niche. Um, and then when it comes to actually creating tweets, you know, the biggest thing would be to create tweets that have a mass appeal to a wide audience. And that is going to get you the most likes and comments on your tweets, uh, keeping it very simple, you know, having really good spacing, uh, bullet points, different things like that, that really helps with, um, you know, getting exposure to your tweets. Um, another thing, if you're just starting out on Twitter is really commenting on other accounts, other really big accounts inside of your niche. So if you're saying the affiliate marketing niche or the make money online niche, you know, commenting on other accounts in that niche, um, and kind of taking whatever their main subject on their tweet is, and then turning that into uh, your own comment and your own spin on their tweet. Um, really just trying to point people back to your bio so they, they can follow you and start seeing you know, your tweets on their timeline. So those are some tips about uh, you know, growing Twitter just on top of my head. So Nice, nice. Um, well, I, I, uh, I ran out. Um, oh, it's all good. Yeah, I had I had a guy out there blowing leaves, and I had to get out there, uh, move my car, so he didn't he didn't basically blow leaves all all over my 
my uh my car but uh anyways um so sorry about that um oh no problem so, i'm happy to repeat anything so you know it's all good no i i don't need you to repeat anything for me i mean everybody seems to so Braden says my biggest takeaway is connecting in quote retweets um so can you is there uh, a map a mass appeal to a live audience. What exactly was, what, what is the commented and quote retweets? I, I, I'm interested in that. Just if you could repeat that for me. Um, yeah. Um, interacting with other accounts, especially larger accounts in your niche, you know, retweeting their comp or retweeting their tweets really helps get uh -huh. you exposed um, to those big creators who then would kind of reciprocate and then retweet your tweets as well. Um, another big thing would be like quote retweets. Uh, that's going to be like, um, you know, retweeting somebody, but then adding your own comment to that mm -hmm. uh, retweet, and that mm -hmm. actually gets you a lot of exposure as well. Um, so it's it, it's, uh, it's amazing to me looking at this because it's not like it's this. It's not you would look at this and think things aren't blowing up here, but you're making a full time income from your business. So yeah. it just where, where, like, are people, where are people, is it, is it mostly, do you think the leads and the sales that you get are coming from people who already follow you? Is it th that you're continuing to put content and build relationships with people who are currently following you? Or do you think you're getting also exposure that's translating into leads and sales from retweets? Um, so when it comes to people who are like opting into my email list um, and, and following me, um, you really need to continue to grow your account because uh, Twitter will show your account to new followers uh, quite often. Um, and then maybe after a month or so, it'll stop. So you need to continue to grow your account. If you scroll to the top of my profile, you'll see that my, my pinned tweet, this is one of my uh, viral tweets. So that one had you know, over a hundred thousand impressions, um, probably 10,000, you know, or so profile clicks. Um, and with that tweet alone, I think I probably got at least 300 to 500, um, leads just from this one alone. So, um, so you just, you have certain ones kind of take off and then other ones, you know, don't, but you just continue to, uh, create content on a schedule. Um, and try to keep uh, consistent, and then that really will help you uh, get more exposure to new followers. So, what is the difference here between a a this had three hundred thirty eight retweets and twenty quote tweets? What is the difference there between those two? So, uh, retweets are, is just hitting the retweet button. So that will just show um, that tweet on somebody else's timeline. And uh, if you're scrolling through your home feed, it'll say so and so retweeted this. Um, mm -hmm. If you do a quote retweet, that's going to be adding something on top of that retweet. So it almost mm -hmm. becomes like uh, its own separate tweet. So you're kind of commenting you. on it. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the difference between the two. So it's very interesting. That's some good data. So most people are just hitting that retweet. They're not adding an additional, they're not adding an additional quote to it, you know, up here, my quote. You know, they're just hitting that retweet button and, exactly. uh, and, and, and it's significant. It's not like it's 50, 50, it's like 98 to, to 2%. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, the ones who do uh, the quote retweets, though, I mean, that's how my account kind of blew up is I quote retweeted um, a big account and then they retweeted my quote retreat. And then that like uh, really got ah, me a lot of exposure. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you quote retweeted them and then they quote retweeted you. Um, they, they retweeted my quote retweet. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, it does. And I've seen it a lot. You know, I've seen it a yeah. lot when I scroll through my, 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 my Twitter feed. Um, you know, I see people all the time who are retweeting basically, um, uh, everything's obviously full of, um, full of, uh, Megan and, you know, Harry, cause that interview was last night, but, um, I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. Basically when somebody, when somebody retweets, um, you know, something that somebody quote tweeted because they're sort of, uh, putting back in front of their audience, somebody who's engaging with their content intelligently, you know, and, and I think that's, that's a big deal. Um, you know, I think that's a big tip, David, that if you're going to retweet somebody who has a big account to add something, it's all about effort, right? It's all exactly. about the effort that you put in, right? And it's, it, so there's two big things that I want to point out that I personally see that I think are important. The number one thing is the effort that you put in. If you're going to retweet somebody, you know, add something to it. It's, and I think the same thing goes on TikTok, that goes on Facebook, that goes on Twitter. If you're going to share something, if you're going to duet something on TikTok, if you're going to share something on Facebook, if you're going to retweet something on Twitter, add something to it. Exactly. Right? Because then it becomes your own yeah. content. So. Exactly. Exactly. Don't just be a sharer of other people's information. You know, you want to get on the creator versus the consumer side of things. So add something to it, add something intelligent, add something humorous, you know, and, and, and I think even more so add something to it that that content creator might find interesting and then re put that back in front of their audience because us as creators love to see people interacting with our content. It's almost like somebody's using our product. Would you agree with that, David? So there's a sense of pride that people are interacting with our content and we're going to be more prone to then re-put that interaction, retweet that, you know, even put that duet. Um, if I some, saw somebody did a really cool duet on, t on Twitter or on TikTok, I might take that, grab that video and just post that video alone and tag that person on TikTok because it, it was such a cool, uh, you know, they did something so cool with my piece of content. So I think that's the number one thing that I, that I see that's really important to, to sort of re, uh, you know, restate. Would you agree with that, David? A hundred percent. You know, um, I might just add to that, that um, it also gets you exposed to that creator. You know, that's why duets on TikTok are so powerful because you're going to remember that person and maybe even remember their username and interact with them later because they made such a good effort at duetting you. So, yeah, 100% agree. Yeah. So um, you've this also right here. Uh, yeah, I also dabble in a front on demand, um, you know, uh, so jack of all trades, you know, so doing a whole bunch of stuff right now. <laughs> 
Yeah, that that's that's cool, man. That's cool. You've got multiple offers. I I can see. Uh, I saw your legendary uh, thing here, and and that's cool. Um, one thing that I really that I really notice, man, is that you're really branding yourself, dude. And I exactly. think this is a this is a big issue that a lot of new affiliates have a problem with uh with with understanding is that you know they go on TikTok or they go on you know wherever Facebook YouTube Twitter and they're like you know l- let's just say that they're they're uh, an affiliate for you know ABC company promoting XYZ product and they go ABC company is the best and XYZ product is awesome and here's why it's yeah. awesome right right in the content right on right and what happens is is they basically look like a salesman, right? They exactly. look like a salesman yeah. instead of looking like somebody who's delivering value, who's not selling, but is just simply somebody who provides quality, valuable, educational, entertaining content. There's a big difference. Nobody likes to be sold. Everybody likes to learn and get knowledge and information for free and just follow cool and interesting people. So yeah. I see you selling it, the only thing that you're selling is our products that are your own, and that's that's a different story. But anything that you're affiliate of, I, I know you're an affiliate for us, but I don't see Legendary Marketer. I don't see 15-Day Challenge. I don't see any other products that you're an affiliate of. I don't see their names or, or the company logos or anything on your page. That's a big deal. Um, it, it's really important. Uh can you can you speak to that in your own words? Yeah, um, really, it comes down to as you said before, is branding. You know, you want to be the centerpiece of your brand specifically. Um, and if you're going to be directing somebody to an offer, um, you know, I like to. I don't like to you know put the names of the offers all over the place because as soon as you do, somebody's going to Google that. And you're going to lose the lead. You're going to lose the sale. Um, you know, so it's it's better to to tell them what they're going to be learning from you or from this product um, to pique their interest. And that way, you know, you're getting the right audience because no one's going to click on it if they disagree. They don't want to learn how to build funnels. They don't want to learn how to build an email list. So you're getting that that right audience as well. Um, so th- there's a whole bunch of pros, uh, for, for not just spilling the beans right off the bat, you know, about, um, all these other companies, names and logos all over your brand. So, yeah. So I, I say this, I say this, um, you know, all the time, but I just want to reiterate it and I want to give some visuals and I want to come back and I want to show how, how you've done it. And, um, and, uh, you know, I want to, I want to explain it, just continue to, to continue to explain this to people because it's, it's really important. So you want to chum the waters, but not give the whole boat away. Right. And that's what we're talking about right now. You know, and I always tell the story about how, when I got started in network marketing, I wrapped, you know, I wanted to wrap my car in a wrap because I saw some other bonehead doing it. And I thought, you know, oh, that's the secret to success. Drive around in my old Ford truck with a wrap on you know, I couldn't afford a wrap. So I got a magnet, you know, free magnet from Vistaprint and nobody ever called. I never got a single lead, never got made a single sale from it. And and then eventually I learned, damn, that's not how to market, you know? And For so, sure. 
you know, so so what we're what we're doing as affiliates is we're 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 kind of creating blind offers. You know, that's kind of one way to describe them. And on that landing page, you're you're you know, and in your content, you're giving away if you're sending people to a link, either a free training or a free gift, or a free training and a free gift. And that's sure. what's advertised on your landing page. It's not, you know whatever product you're selling or promoting or referring, right? Because once again, you don't want to come off as a salesman. You want to come off as somebody who's giving away free value, right? And uh, and once they opt in, that's when you want to start to introduce the concept of whatever it is that you're, you're promoting, kind of why you're promoting it. You know, you want to tell your hero's uh, story, what it was like, what happened, what it's like now, and that's and tie that into the product, right? So that exactly. so people can make sense. So people can make sense about why you're promoting it, right? If 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 on that bridge page you don't tell that hero's story about why you're promoting it, you know, then it, people are going to think, oh, he's just trying to hawk something to make a commission. But when you say, here's what happened. Uh, or here's what it was like before I found this product or service. Here's what happened when I found it. And here's what it's like now. Right. And, yeah. and I do earn a commission from, from referring you to this product. I, I do. I'm an affiliate. I do earn a commission. It's not a life changing commission. I'm not going to live the rest of my life. Your money is not going to change my life, but I, but I do think that the product will change yours. Right. So yeah. click the link down below and go check it out for yourself because it's it helped me. It's helped thousands of other people. And if you have this pain, it can help with this pain. Right. So click the link and and it's you have you still haven't gotten them cookied to your affiliate link yet. That's why this exactly. is so important. Yeah. The most important thing, guys, is number one, you want to get that email so you can follow up. But number two, you actually want them to click your affiliate link. So if they do buy, you get credit for it, right? So that's why yeah. we don't you know, to, to teach affiliates to go advertise the product out on your content on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube because they have not clicked your affiliate link yet. So unless you just want to act as a billboard, Right. And just talk yeah. about things so they can go find it on their own. You have to get them. You have to take them step by step. It's sort of like it's sort of like, you know, it's like fishing. Right. It's like you got to bring the fish to the boat. And obviously we're not killing people. We're not going to skin them and eat them. But it's like you got to use the chum to bring them to the boat. You got to you put the bait on, put something there that they actually are interested in a free training, a free gift, and then make a win-win proposition on that bridge page. This helped me or this has helped thousands of people or whatever. This is why I'm promoting it. And click the link below and check it out. At that point, now they're cookied to you. So if they buy, you get credit. That's a big deal. I think a lot of people lose a lot of sales because they don't do that, David. Oh, 100%. You know, um, if, if I find... The 15 day business challenge, you know, prior to starting my business, I would have just probably blasted my food link out there, not knowing, you know, just complete, um, being just naive of not knowing that kind of structure of how to build a long-term business. So, uh, super important. Couldn't agree more. And again, back, the reason why we do this is like David said, you want to brand you, not the company or product you're promoting on the front end. So on your Twitter, on your TikTok, on your YouTube, on your Facebook, brand you, 
You should never mention the name of the company or product you're promoting. You just shouldn't. And there's one very rare circumstance that you mention the product or the company, and that's if you're an affiliate participating in a big launch that's like a – and I don't even like launches. I, I don't really participate. I've participated in probably one or two in 10 years. A launch is where a product gets launched, and then it's like, oh, it's only available for you know two weeks, and it's like – and then two weeks later after the launch is over, it becomes available, and, and – you know, we, we, we provide special offers in Legendary. It's like, well, if you buy within this time window, we'll give you all these extra bonuses, but the product's always for sale, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but if, you're, if you're participating in a big product launch, what happens is a lot of savvy consumers, not the majority of consumers, but a lot of savvy consumers will bonus shop and they'll be like, I'm going to buy the product, but who's what affiliate's offering the best bonus? So maybe that's when you say, hey, I'm participating in the XYZ launch and these are my bonuses and click it, right? But that's yeah. rare. It's much more fun to build an evergreen affiliate business that you're not constantly needing to tarnish your brand by talking about all these products that you're promoting. You just you keep all whatever you're promoting and selling behind the 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 the, the walls of a landing page or in the privacy of your email list when somebody subscribed and you make your public channels, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, you make that all about you, all about the value that you deliver. And the, the which leads me to number two, because if you tell them what it is, you can guarantee not only they'll prejudge it, okay, but they'll also maybe even research you on their own and they likely won't buy it through your link, right? So- 100%, you don't, yeah. You don't want them to prejudge it. If you tell them what you're, what it is that you're selling, most people will prejudge. It's just human nature, right? They'll prejudge it. They'll come up with a reason why they don't need it, why they don't want it, why it's not a good fit, etc. So, um, so, dude, you are you are really nailing it. Anything? Any other final thoughts about this kind of concept, this branding you concept in making your channels and in, in, in platforms uh all about all about you and your brand any other final thoughts about that david um yeah i would just like to speak on uh the fear uh real fast of branding yourself because uh for me um the fear of of my friends and family seeing me um you know online on youtube on twitter uh just getting over that fear it's a huge obstacle um once you actually get over it um you know, you're, you're kind of free to start creating the content that you want and that other people want to see. So I would just add that as a final thought. Well, Ari, so let me just be clear about your family piece. Is your family, do they even know what you do? They do. Um, they do know what I do. They don't understand what I do. Uh, as much as I try to break it down, they, they don't understand. Um, they just say, how's your, how's your, online business you know are are you still paying rent i mean that's like the ball <laughs> kind, of, kind of in a sarcastic way probably right yeah 100 percent. yeah how's your online business go how's your online business going Dave? yeah <laughs> i've gotten that so much i still get that bullshit if you can believe it from yeah. some people it's just you know them projecting their own you know, inadequacies onto me. It's, it's, uh, I kind of brush it off. Like it's, I'm like, Ooh, I don't want that. Get that, 
that lint off of my shoulder, please, sir. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I love my family. I love my friends. I just, you know, you'll get to the point, and I think this is absolutely the best. And here's, I think the faster you get to this point, the better, David. I try to avoid the, one of the reasons why I, it's kind of funny because when I first started making money and getting successful, I wanted like, you know, oh, cars, huge house, all this, right? These were the things I wanted. And now, you know, because my wife is smarter than I am, we moved into a, a modest house. It's a, it's a, it's a homey house. It's a two story house, but it's not a, like a McMansion or whatever. Our, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I drive a, a nice car, but it's not, you know, it's not a, a, a Rolls Royce or anything. Um, I, I want to keep what I do as private as possible, man, because I, it's not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to even want to sell my friends and family. When I really expand my mind and realize that there's seven or 8 billion people on this world and I don't need to make money from my friends and family. I yeah. don't. And that was a bit of a re I had to unlearn that because I came in, my first experience was network marketing and I'm not bashing network marketing, but the first thing that they did when I came in, when I got into a network marketing company, they were like, let's book a meeting and let's get your friends and family over. And so I became the guy that people were trying to avoid. You know, they were like, Oh, here comes Davey's yeah. going to try to sell us something or whatever, try to get us into his business. And it's like, when I realized this was a, this was a, a limiting belief that I had was that there weren't enough people in the world that I could sell to. It was, it was like my, my focus was my city or my, my little, my, my contact list on my phone. Right. And when I got out of that mindset and I realized that there's 8 billion people on this world that are all potential consumers of my products and services. The game changed, and I yeah. and I stopped one. I stopped needing to get validation from friends and family, and I stopped even wanting them to know what I did. I didn't want my work. My always, I always used to lead with my work when I would talk to people. It was like part of my identity, and yeah. and now. I never talk about my work with my friends and family. I'm not saying, I mean, certain ones, I'm not saying I never, it's off limits. It's just not my identity, right? Because yeah. just anyways, can you relate to that? Is that making sense or am I speaking gibberish here? No, it, it totally makes sense. Um, 100%. You know, I try to, you know, for, whenever I meet new friends, like the first thing that comes up is what do you do to make a living? Yeah. You know, um, right. And I like to try to find things that we're going to uh, relate, you know, with. Yeah. Um, I, I really like uh, playing disc golf, you know. Um, don't know if you've heard of that sport. Uh, it's kind of yeah, 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 yeah. I live in Florida, bro, of course. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah for sure. All golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, just trying to relate to people, um, you know. Uh, I, like, I, I don't, like, shy away from the question. You know, I tell them sure. that I have an online business, but I don't go into specifics anymore. Like I used to, yeah. because it just, it goes over most people's heads. Yeah. Or if you do what, what a lot of you guys will, will don't realize, and you just need to learn this on your own probably is that you, you, tr you sell something to a friend or whatever, and then they got your cell phone number. They're hitting you up all the time. And it's just yeah. like, Oh, this is not worth it. You end up, you know, you look at how much, yeah, it's just like, Oh, I'd rather just keep my friends, my friends, my family, my family, just talk about friends stuff. Hey, quite frankly, I work so much and I, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, I don't love what I do because I love every second of it, but I, I don't want to talk about work when I'm hanging out. 
honestly, yeah. unless I'm hanging out with somebody who is a industry buddy, you know, like that's why I go to masterminds. That's why I, yeah. you know, that's why I have friends that I can hang out with. And we talk about nothing but marketing stuff, but people who are not marketers, it's, it's, it's exhausting to me to talk about work in, in marketing. So yeah, I've had a couple of people like neighbors and stuff and they're like, what do you do? And I own a little bit of real estate. They're like, they're, I'm like, oh, we got some real estate and you know, marketing business and stuff, you know, but I, it's just like, it's so funny because I think as we grow our self-esteem too, this is another thing that I am a huge proponent of. When I first started in this industry, I had very low self-esteem, you know, because of just a, a lifetime of just, you, you know, you know, my story likely, but yeah, I had low self-esteem and, and success to me having money. I didn't know how to feel right. And yeah. so I, I led with that and that was my identity and I wanted to be known for that. And I've grown my self-esteem more in, in that need for that validation from other people and them to know, you know, things about me be impressed is, has, has lowered and I'm a lot happier now because of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's totally agree. Cause you know, if that's your, if that's your everything, that's your value in every single aspect of life, you know, it's, yeah. some people want to hear it and some people don't, and you're not going to receive that validation. So you need to have uh, something bigger as your, as your validation, you know, friends and family. Uh, so. Self, yeah. self, right. We learn to just love and respect ourselves, you know, and know that we're enough, know, know that what we're doing is good enough and know that, 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 uh, you know, our journey is our own and, and, uh, yeah, our self-esteem grows. We do esteemable yeah. things. Our self-esteem grows. <clears throat> we get clarity. Our self-esteem grows. We simplify our life. Our self-esteem grows. We we stay focused on a business and follow through and don't keep jumping from thing to thing to thing. Yeah. And, and then we start getting results. Our self-esteem grows. And then you get results so long. I heard this. I heard this. Since we're just on this topic, I heard this. Uh, I heard this new song by Drake. All right, I, I've always yeah. liked Drake. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a Fairweather fan. He's he's been my boy from the start, and and he 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 had this this these lyrics in this lemon pepper freestyle. He says um, he says I I used to say I had it before I got it. Now I got it all. That's interesting to me, right? I used to yeah. say I had it before I got it. Now I got it all. Right. So to me, how I interpret that is like I, I, I acted as if I was successful before I was successful. That's powerful. I've always talked about that. I don't know if that's what he means, but, and then he goes, I used to say I had it before I got it. Now I got it all And being honest. I don't really want to talk about it. And if yeah. I didn't have it, I wouldn't want to sulk about it. I had it so long. I don't even celebrate it. Negative thoughts don't even enter my inner matrix. God, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, to me, what I, I was like, wasn't really feeling the song because, but when he hit that one, I thought I, I was like, damn, I was like, I could relate to that. I was like, I used to say I had it before I got it. Now I got it all, man. And yeah. being honest, I don't really want to talk about it. Matt, we done went off on a whole we done went off on, I brought in Drake into this shit, man. I mean, what's going on? This is, all right, I'm going to get him out of here. He's, 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 he's muted. I think his microphone's I was muted. Better. I'm good. Uh, 
I'm I'm going. I brought in Drake lyrics this morning, man. What's I going on? Drake. I do too, bro. What do you like that? That lyric to me, that little little bar set, I thought was just. He said, "In being honest, I don't want to talk about it. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't want to sulk about it." What's that song? Lemon Pepper Freestyle. I had it so long, I don't even celebrate it. Negative thoughts don't even enter my inner matrix. <laughs> That's hard, dude. I love That's it. hard. I do too. All right, Dave. I got a jet, bro. Um, All right. Any final, any final thoughts, my man? Um, I would just, you know, encourage all the viewers, you know, to take the uh, 15 day challenge seriously, uh, definitely has shifted my mindset and changed my business for the better for sure. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's, well, it's we're, been we're awesome. Glad. Hey dude, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you. I love that you brought a new fresh marketing strategy this morning. I want to keep yeah. talking about that. Maybe we can have you out to our mastermind coming up. Uh, yeah. We're doing a virtual mastermind. Maybe we do. Maybe we we think about having you out if you're willing to to come on, and we can go a little bit more in depth about Twitter. Um, but yeah, bro, keep up the great work, and um, all you guys who've been sleeping on Twitter, don't sleep no more. Wake up because it's obviously there's potential. And you know what's interesting, sure. David? There's potential everywhere wherever we put in solid direct response marketing strategies and we deliver, go out there and deliver education based marketing. There's always opportunity in, 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 and it's so funny because everybody's like, Oh, you can't make money there. You can't do that. And here you are, you're just over there. Just, just doing it. Just, just, you know, Twitter. I mean, God, yeah. I love it, man. Twitter. I love it, man. <laughs> Twitter. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I love it, bro. All right, my man. Keep up the great work. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help you out, okay? All right. Awesome. Great being on the show. Thank you. All right. See you, David. All right, my friends. Uh, get the hell out of here. Have a fantastic Monday um, in a great week. Let's make it a great month. Uh, this year, it can be lit for every single one of you guys. Every single one. All right? We all have this same, uh, you know, opportunity in terms of, you know, internet, look at my new pop socket. I, you like that. <laughs> All right, my friends, see ya. Get out of here. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Wake up legendary, be well and be legendary.